When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Tuesday, April 5th, and this is People Every Day. Hey everyone, it's me, Janine Rubenstein, still coming to you from the desert here in Las Vegas. The Grammys are over, and while I'm still recovering from such a fun weekend, I'm getting in some family time out here while the kid has spring break. Award season, done, and kid season has just begun. (laughs) Parents, if you know, you know. And it's good that I'm here because we've got some major news breaking from right here in Sin City and plenty of other stories to catch you up on. So let's dive Dive right in. Supreme Court nominee Katanji Brown-Jackson is expected to be confirmed without issue. With the Senate Judiciary Committee voting 11-11, a vote was called to break the deadlock on whether or not to send Judge Jackson's nomination to the floor. Every Democrat voted for approval, and three Republican senators, Susan Collins of Maine, Mitt Romney of Utah, and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, cast their vote in support of Jackson. It is believed the Senate will hold the vote sometime later this week, ahead of their scheduled Easter recess. Looking forward to seeing Judge Jackson confirmed and making history soon. And now, even as it has not been easy to do, we turn our attention to the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine. Former heavyweight champion Vladimir Klitschko is on the ground in Ukraine, aiding in relief efforts, as we know, along with his brother Vitaly Klitschko, the mayor of the Ukrainian capital of Kiev. The former fighter has continued to document the ongoing war, and on Sunday, he posted a video to Twitter from the city of Bucha in Ukraine, with snow falling all around him, Klitschko speaks directly to the camera and relays the horrific scene to the world. This is not special operation. This is not military objects. This is civilians. They've been shot in the head with the tight hands behind their back. This is genocide of the Ukrainian population. And that's exactly what Russian regime, Putin's regime, Russian army is doing, killing the civilians with the tight hands behind their back and with a shot in their heads. The clip is quite graphic and shows exactly what Klitschko describes. Civilians laying on the ground, deceased, with their hands still tied behind their backs. It's jarring and and sad. And just another reminder to all of us that Ukraine still needs our support. Our thoughts remain with everyone involved in the relief efforts and the people of Ukraine. Moving on as best we can, there are more developments from the infamous Oscars smack. Yesterday, we heard from Chris Rock's brother, Tony Rock, and today, the Rock family chorus has a new member. Chris's younger brother, Kenny Rock, who's 42, told the LA Times yesterday, the joke was funny. It wasn't hilarious funny, but I know that if he knew that she had alopecia, he wouldn't make a joke about that, but he didn't know. The younger Rock added, it eats at me watching it over and over again because you've seen a loved one being attacked and there's nothing you can do about it. 
Now, this is the first time someone from the Rock camp has suggested that Chris Rock was unaware of Jada's alopecia. And there is more news coming from the other side of the smack. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Netflix has tabled its next Will Smith project. The film Fast and Loose already lost David Leach prior to the infamous Oscars moment, and now the streaming giant has cooled even more on the project. The film is about a crime boss who suffers an attack and loses his memory, and after putting together clues, he realizes he is both a wealthy criminal kingpin and a CIA agent without a cent to his name. Now, Smith's Apple Plus series, the slave escape drama Emancipation, is currently in post-production. Initially, it was slated for a 2022 release, but no date has been finalized. Sony's Bad Boys 4 was set to see Smith reprise his role within the franchise, but pre-production has now been paused on that project. For now, I guess we'll have to see if any other projects are put on hold for Will. I still think his career will rebound, but, you know, who knows when. And like I said in the opening, I'm still here in Vegas, baby, which happens to be where Kourtney Kardashian and Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker have been, you know, hanging out since the Grammys. (laughs) Hanging out indeed, apparently, following the show, they went out for a nice quiet dinner at Applebee's, caught a magic show on the strip, and had a nice early bedtime. Oh, wait. No, just kidding. The two secretly got married in the wee hours of Monday morning in a chapel by an Elvis impersonator. (laughs) There's so much to talk about, and I can't wait any longer. Well, it's happened, we believe. That is right, the big news we have all been waiting for out of Camp Kardashian. Courtney and Travis have apparently, you know, tied the knot in very traditional, non-traditional Vegas fashion. After weeks of red carpets with tons of PDA and just ahead of Kardashian's new reality show coming out on Hulu, April 14th, this family, you know, has a knack for making headlines at just the right time, don't they? <laughs> I'm not going to waste too much time teasing this story. Let's jump right in with People's Senior Reporter, Lene Brody. Hey, Lene. Hi, how's it going? It's going. Well, let's start with the details. What do we know about this supposed wedding? We're still confirming a lot of things. It happened at the One Love Wedding Chapel Monday around 1.45 in the morning, right after Travis performed at the Grammys. We actually did speak to the chapel owner today who said, quote, I didn't know who it was until they pulled up. I advertised as a 24 hours, but they wanted to make sure I was still there. They paid and they requested Elvis Presley. That was mandatory. I called back five minutes later and was like, I got and Elvis, and they were there. I mean, this, as you said, <laughs> very traditional Vegas, non-traditional for Kourtney Kardashian, though, right? What? I'm, this is a Kardashian. They do weddings like they created them. Like, like it, it's over the top. It's big. The family is there. Where were the sisters? All of these things. I have so many questions. I guess they came, they got married, they tossed the bouquet in the driveway and danced to Elvis is what uh, Frierson said. He, Marty Frierson, he is the wedding chapel owner. And mm. I, they showed a lot of love and had a lot of fun, which sounds pretty on par for what we've seen from them. 
So take us back to that proposal. Yeah, you know, it happened in October of 2021. Um, It was on the beach at the Rosewood Miramar Beach Hotel, surrounded by a lot of red roses, white candles. And that kind of seemed to be a little bit more of the Kourtney Kardashian we know. They had that beautiful dinner with their family after. But what I know of Kris Jenner, she's going to be not too happy if she missed this wedding invitation. Or, Or was she all in on this and saying, you know, this is going to be perfect. This is like going to rev up right into all of the buzz about the show. (laughs) I mean, that premiere is April 14th on Hulu. Well, okay. Courtney almost got married in Vegas before, right? I'm kind of remembering a walked off runaway bride type of situation. She had that scene in season one, it was, and called it off to Scott. You know, this just doesn't seem totally like her style. But as we know, you get to Vegas, you're in love, Mm -hmm. you're happy, you're drinking, you have a new show coming out, you're feeling good. I kind of think it may have just been for fun, but you know what? We'll see. And I'm really happy for her and not surprised either way. And you know, sometimes when you've had a few glasses of champagne, Ross and Rachel, hello. Let's look at some of the other couples who have wed in Vegas and how those things panned out. So let's take me down that that eloping memory lane. Well, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, hello, right after the billboard. Mm-hmm. Did they take a page out of that book? I mean, come on, Nicolas Cage two times, Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electra, Pamela Anderson and Rick Solomon, Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson, Bruce and Demi, I mean, Jason Alexander and Britney Spears. Outside of Sophie and, and Joe, who we are obsessed with, all of those those past ones, they, they didn't they didn't last. I think Kravis is here to stay. Well, speaking of those that were here to stay after, you know, Elvis brought them together, um, John Bon Jovi and Dorothea, who have been married for like, you know, 33 years, 30, like crazy amount of years. They went out there to Vegas in 1989. I think it was after like one of his tour stops or something like that. And they were like, let's just do it. (laughs) And then Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos. Right? 1996? I mean, and now look at them, right? Like, they're still together. Well, the last couple of weeks, we have seen Kravis on every major red carpet, including the Oscars. I was on the carpet at the Grammys, so I got a pretty good look at them and all the PDA on display. And momager Chris Jenner, who we brought up, um, even spoke about the PDA with Ellen yesterday. Travis and, and Courtney... For real, just make out nonstop. That's all they do. <laughs> well, it is 98% of the new show. Is that wrong? Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's a lot of... You had to interrupt them to tell them that Kim was on SNL because they were making out. And everybody was at the table like, hey, you guys, are you paying attention? Kim got SNL. And they stopped making out just to listen. We're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think Chris is behind all these outings? You know, like, I mean, it, it, it's just such great timing. Is it me or does she always kind of give a little something to TMZ? Do they always get something and where could that be coming from? You know, I I don't know. Mm, I don't know. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what do we think we'll see next here? I can't see any Kardashian getting married without just pulling out every stop and having every free, fabulously expensive thing thrown at them Um, and a bunch of cameras there to catch it all. You know, we reported that it's going to be May, that she's eyeing a couple weekends in May. Everything's about the schedules for the Kardashians and when they might have something they're promoting. So knowing her, she could have 
you know, be looking at a few different things. Um, I'm also told when we reported this on people.com that she had been looking at dress sketches and starting to really explore those kind of options. However, she hadn't at the time done a really deep dive Mm -hmm. into planning. But like you said, she's going to have a bigger wedding. Let's be honest. Whether it's a party, a ceremony, whatever, you know she's going to pull out all the stops. I was told that she doesn't want a big spectacle though. So that's why this is a little surprising. I'm Again, I'm thinking that a little bit of uh, alcohol may have been involved. Lene, it is always so great to have you on. Thank you so much. Thanks, Janine. It's always a pleasure to be here. You guys, today is jam-packed with celebrities in love. And if you thought Courtney and Travis had the only secret wedding, you are sadly mistaken. Coming up, we're diving into Flip or Flop alum Christina Hawk's surprise wedding to realtor Josh Hall. But right when we come back, we're sticking with today's romance theme and bringing you another heart monitor with details on who's dating who, who's kissing who, where, not like that, get your brain out of the gutter, and who just found the love of their life. Stay tuned. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back and it's time to catch you up on all of the other non-wedding relationship news coming out of Hollywood with today's Heart Monitor. First up, actor and podcast host Justin Long has found the one. On an episode of The Vile Files, hosted by Bachelor alum Nick Vile, Long made this declaration. I want to scream it from the rooftops, but I also want to be um, protected, sacred. I totally relate to that. Don't have to share everything with everyone. But But we um, are happy, you are happy. I'm so happy. While he didn't refer to the one by name, just last week, he and actress Kate Bosworth were seen riding together in Los Angeles, and the two have since been pictured holding hands. In May of last year, Bosworth posted a glowing, flirty tribute to Long after they wrapped filming on a project together. The IG post was full of playful photos of the two of them, with a caption that read, holy moly, at Justin Long, you are a true spectacular, fun, funny, kind, rare, thoughtful, totally effing rad human being. (laughs) It is so sweet to see two people just being so happy together like that. 
Now, going from one Kate B to the next, folks are wondering if the now eligible Jason Momoa and Kate Beckinsale are an item. After being spotted standing closely and smiling at each other, the two were photographed together at the Vanity Fair Oscars party. Momoa then gave a chilly Beckinsale his jacket to wear, but the Aquaman actor told Extra that the two were just talking about England, Beckinsale's home country, and the location of Aquaman 2's filming, and said, quote, it was cray. Everyone is like, are you dating? No, no, it was chivalry. The woman was cold. <laughs> it's nice to hear chivalry isn't dead, but you know when you see two people who look like that, looking at each other like that, it's hard not to wonder, Ooh, is it like that? <laughs> and now, two people who were caught doing way more than just staring deeply into each other's eyes are designer and TV personality Kristen Cavallari and Bachelor alum Tyler Cameron. Photos surfaced of the two making out like a couple of teenagers while shooting a campaign for Cavallari's clothing and jewelry line, Uncommon James. Recently, while hosting an Instagram Stories Q&A with fans, the very Cavallari alum revealed she was interested and dating. She said, I've honestly needed the past two years to work through some heavy stuff. I dated a little here and there, but no one's serious. I am finally in a place where I'm ready for a relationship. Now, Cavallari is coming off of her divorce with former NFL quarterback Jay Cutler, with whom she shares two sons and a daughter. We don't have word on the extent of her relationship with her bachelor boo, but it seems like they're both feeling pretty comfortable with each other and with PDA. Now on to that other surprise wedding that we have to talk about. Christina Hawk is married. The HGTV star married realtor Josh Hall after dating for less than a year. And as it turns out, they've been married for quite some time now. Sources told TMZ, who broke the news, that the couple tied the knot sometime over the last six months. What? <laughs> My head is spinning. So joining me now to talk about the happy couple is People Managing Editor Charlotte Triggs. Hey, Charlotte. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Janine. How are you doing? I am so good. Well, this is quite the secret to keep from the public, right? That I feel like they eloped on us. <laughs> yeah, this woman has like done a lot of living, hasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she has. So what, what else do we know about this wedding? All right. Well, we don't know a whole lot about it, but like basically she has been married already for a while. And she had no interest in sharing that with anybody. I don't think it was any kind of big production. And the only reason that it's becoming public knowledge now is because she went ahead and changed her name on her realtor license. Um, and oh. that's a public document. And people were able to see that she changed it. I love public documents. I love court records. It's very clear and official. So is she Christina Hall now and not Hawk? She hasn't like said, like, please call me Christina Hall. So I don't even know what we're supposed to do. It's like, I feel like on that basis alone, we need to go to her and be like, hey, we would like to call you by the right name. You want to give us an update on your, yeah. your marriage status, please? Let's take a little walk down memory lane and look back at their relationship. Christina and Josh, yeah, it's been quite a whirlwind. So, so take us into that. How did it start? And what, when did we find out what? First, she was married to Tarek Musa. They obviously had a show together. Everybody learned who she is based on that show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they very publicly split. I remember being the TV editor when that happened. You probably remember this, Janine. He like ran, they had a fight and then he ran off into the like wilderness and he had a gun, a gun and the SWAT and, yeah, team yeah. came. And then he said that he had just taken the gun for protection against uh, wildlife. It was 
bananas. But they managed to keep a super tight lid on that for about six months. And later, people only discovered that that had happened from court documents, love court documents. So then she remarried um, to Aunt Anstead and they had a baby together. They were together a couple years and then they split too. So Mm -hmm. he moved on and began dating Renee Zellweger, which was like, whoa, <laughs> yes. like that was what? like a shock. Like, I don't think anybody saw that coming. They met on an episode of his show and then cut to like five minutes later. And we learned that Christina has a new boyfriend too. And that they were on a retreat together where she was smoking like toad venoms, hallucinogenic hallucinogenic properties and like was on this weird, basically modern day acid trip with him and like said that she reset her brain. Wait, we, we, have to, we have to talk about this again. We meet the new boyfriend as we meet the concept of toad venom because I had, I had no understanding of it whatsoever until <laughs> she, she spoke out about this. Yeah, I know. It's like the, the toad venom thing was totally crazy. I just remember like stopping in my tracks like, what in the hell is this? But actually <laughs> hallucinogenic stuff is having, it's been having like a moment. I don't know if it's like a pandemic thing or whatever, or everybody's just like, whatever, they give up. But it's like, it's like practically <laughs> like the sixties. Like people are like doing crazy hallucinogenics left and right for the curative properties, antidepressive properties, whatever. Very memorable introduction to this new beau. And then of course, this actually set off a whole round of trouble for her with Tarek. She was still in production of Flip or Flop with Tarek years after they'd split and they were chugging along okay, getting along okay. They had an explosive fight on the set of that show that was witnessed by like a lot of people and made the papers and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was in the wake of the toad venom thing. So anyway, so this whole new relationship, I think after that, this new relationship has been shrouded in secrecy because she's like, doesn't Mm. want the heat. Although we did learn that they'd actually been together a lot longer than she had originally let on. Oh my goodness. So this is Christina's third marriage. A lot happened in both of those previous ones. Where do you see this going? And do do you get the sense that this could be the one to last a lifetime. She's only 38. She's lived a lot of life for someone who's only 38. The whole saga with Tarek, they had all these problems. Like he was really sick and like they had two kids. I just remember all these stories we did on them and like the drama and the ups and the downs. And then like, remarrying a fresh start there and it didn't work out. I mean, like... And she has three kids. She has three kids she's running after too. Well, it has been a show all about love. And I always love having you on with me, Charlotte. Thanks for stopping by to break this one down with me. Thanks, Jean. All right. Well, we talked a lot about love and marriage. Now for those babies in the carriage. As a parent, you know, there are going to be certain talks and conversations you have to have with your children to make sure they stay safe. And believe me, sometimes you have no idea if what you're saying is sticking or or going right over their heads, which is why this video going around of the mom talking to her daughter about stranger danger is something that made me laugh out loud and will for sure be something to make you smile. Take a listen. If a stranger came up to you and said, I'm your mom's friend and she sent me to pick you up, what would you say? You're a liar because my mom doesn't have any friends. (laughs) That is absolutely amazing. And I'm proud of that little girl for knowing exactly what to say. Well, thank you all for listening and going through all of the fun relationship stuff with us. Enjoy your evening and we will see you back here tomorrow for another episode of People Every Day.